All right, welcome back with us. Uh, we've got a, a good friend of mine, Taryn, joining us. Uh, we already talked about it before we took the break. He is the son of Todd Christensen. Should be a Hall of Fame tight end. So, Taryn, why don't you, uh, if you want, you can even recap how we met and all that, and, and we'll then we'll go into some questions about your dad and whatever else that comes up. Okay. Well, uh Tonight's the first time I met Kyle, but uh, I've known Bill since third grade, I think, right? Sounds about right. I don't know. We moved so much, I, I lost track of <laughs> where all I went to, to elementary, but I think I think that sounds right. I think I moved there second or third grade and then moved away fifth. So Yeah, so you were there, well, all of fourth grade. I don't think you were there in fifth. I think you may have moved during the summer or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Bill and I went to uh, elementary school together for a couple of years. We were best friends in elementary, and then uh, he and his family moved to Nebraska. So, but we uh, stayed here in Utah. And you're still there in Utah? Yeah. Up in the I'm, I'm, Provo area? I'm living with my mom now down uh, just in our in the house we lived in when you were here. Oh, okay. So. Cool. Loved yeah. that house. Yeah. A lot of good it's times a, there. It's home. It's home, yeah. So, uh, Taryn, what are you what are you doing now? So I am a social worker. Um I think of myself as the therapist, so you can kind of interchange those. Um, I work for a state hospital working with uh, mentally ill adults. Okay. Uh, with, like, schizophrenia, um, bipolar, uh, all different types of uh, um, diagnoses. That's an interesting line of work. I'm sure you see some stuff doing that. Yeah. So I don't know if this was part of your line of uh, talking because – I think that my dad's probably more important to your listeners, but no, we want to talk to you with, uh, yeah, with, uh, my disability. So I was born with spina bifida and I've been using a wheelchair since I was 12. Um, that is the line of work that I've actually been, um, interested in since high school. Yeah. So this actually does tie into my dad though. He, uh, he was a psychology major in college before uh, going into the NFL. Uh, it's, I like to tell people that that uh, counseling was sort of his plan B um, if football didn't work out. But because of the type of person that he was, he probably never would have had a plan B anyway. Like he never would have let plan B work out. Yeah. Because plan A never, you know, it not working out wasn't an option. He he wanted to be a professional football player since he was like eight. And ever since uh, watching Jim Brown play. That's interesting that that was his inspiration. Yeah. He actually was a fullback in college. So, he, like, he wanted to run like Jim Brown. Uh he was a bit taller and lankier than Jim Brown was. But yes, he was. <laughs> um, 
that's that's one memory I have of your dad that that really still stands out to me is when he found out that we were moving away. Um, he said that I I can't move away because he's got to get me thickened up before he sends me off. <laughs> and he was always one that we would work out together. And you are still an inspiration. Like I see your workout videos and and pictures and. My God, you have a very impressive upper body. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's very nice, um, and I I still wish that I could have stayed there to to obviously hang out with you, but um, that weight room didn't have that at home. So <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a, a cool thing for you staying around. Also, I mean, not that it. I mean, I think that working out probably would have been part of our friendship. Oh, for sure. Because would... Uh, we would either, you know, work out in my gym or work out at Gold's. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be so skinny still if if I hadn't have moved. <laughs> I mean, you love the Raiders, but I, I mean, I remember growing up, you've been mainly a baseball guy. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah, yeah. You like the A. <laughs> yeah. I'm still that way. Like, A's are number one, Raiders two, and then Warriors number three. So, college football in there somewhere too. But yeah, you don't need to be super jacked to play baseball. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah, it, that's why it worked out for me as far as it did. Um, I wish I could have gone a little bit further, but it is what it is. It it all worked out the way I guess it was supposed to. So. Um, with that being said, um, give us the, the background on your dad. Like you said, he was a, a fullback to start, and obviously he went to the, the university we won't speak of. <laughs> you can speak of it. It's fine. Billy, Billy's always been a little bit of an uh, anti-BYU guy. Cause yeah. It's, uh, yeah, we can't help it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, my dad went to BYU, and he was a fullback in all throughout BYU, and then, uh, he got drafted by the Cowboys, actually, in 1978, and they wanted him to, uh, convert to tight end, and... I think because of his background and he was new, he was fresh in the NFL, so he didn't know how, uh, for lack of a better word, expendable players were back then. He declined, so they just cut him. And uh, he wasn't with them for very long. And um, thank you, Dallas. Yeah. yeah. I, think, uh, I think he was there when they went to a Super Bowl, but I think... As far as I remember, they got crushed that year. So he didn't get a ring with with Dallas. Um, He actually hopped around to a few different teams, um, including the Giants and, like, the Eagles and and stuff. But then finally, I think in 79 or 80, uh, landed with the Raiders and uh, played special teams for the first – couple of years um 
Actually, his first NFL touchdown ever was with special teams. He uh, got lucky, I think. Well, at least that's my opinion. Um, the He was on kick coverage, and the returner fumbled <laughs> in the end zone, and he just jumped on it. Beautiful. Yeah. You, you have a funny story about him on, on special teams, specifically long snapper. Oh, probably the most famous picture of Ray Guy of all time is where he is jumping up to like 12 feet in the air. OBJ. Yeah, certainly like OBJ and the ball. Uh, my, my dad actually, I think, was on America's Game talking about that play. Uh, my dad was the long snapper for that. And so it's a little bit of a claim to fame before he became an awesome tight end that he was the guy that snapped the ball for that iconic Ray Guy moment. Made him look real good. <laughs> uh, but if I remember right, the, the way that he described it was that he was on a play before, like he went out for a pass and got pushed. And so he put his hands out to... Uh, brace himself when he landed on the ground and his hands skidded across the grass in the in the chalk and so his hands were like sticky and um, slick so the ball just kind of shot out uh, from his hand thankfully Ray Guy's got some good hops so. yes, <laughs> yeah. that was my favorite story that if I remember right, it was TJ that would always give him crap about that play. Yeah. Uh, as I got older, I, I, I didn't let him forget it either. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of a fun thing, you know, because he was dad. It was cool that he was famous, but it was like, he's our dad. So it's we, we don't have to, you know, venerate him or that kind of thing. Yeah. It felt a little bit more uh, emboldened to make fun of him. I would never, because he his hand was about the size of my upper body, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was a really surreal thing that, uh, you know, you talking about my upper body just a second ago. He told me that I got bigger than him. Yeah. That was weird, because all throughout growing up, and even the year that he passed away, I was still looking at him as like a giant. Yeah. And I, I mean, still to this day, that's that's how I remember him. When I was, what, I think I was 10 when we moved away. So I was quite short for my age. Both of us at that age, though, we, you know, my dad being like six. Three between six three and six four, yeah. and us probably being like three foot ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't hit six feet until I don't know. I was a junior, senior in high school, so and even that was like I had to have this huge growth spurt to to get up to that. I think I, I grew, still haven't hit it. Yeah, <laughs> so even even to this day, if he were still around, I'd be looking up to him. So. 
Um, but yeah, no, I think you, like I said, I've seen some pictures and it's very impressive. I wish my mm. arms were half your size. <laughs> uh, something else about me is because I use a wheelchair, I like to, uh, make jokes about it because it's a, kind of a, a coping thing. Yeah. And my, my, my brain really picks up on when people say stuff that, you know, you just said, if he was still here, you'd still be looking up to him. And I was like, so would I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think you should probably highlight how many surgeries you've been through. Cause I think that is a staggering number. Last I saw, I think it was up to 27 or is it, is that way off? It's more than that now. I'm 33 years old, and I've had 32 of them. Oof. Yeah, so. Wow. There was a point there when I had more surgeries than life. Yeah. But now it's been a few years. The last surgery I had was 2017, so. That's good news. Yeah. It's never fun going under the knife, so. Yeah. That one was pretty dumb. I just literally fell over and broke my finger, so. Yeah, well, and you you mentioning the the wheelchairs that reminds me of those wheelie contests we used to have back in the day on the yeah. ramp going into the house. Yeah, those were fun. And uh, Miss Kathy did not like those. No. <laughs> since uh, since you moved away, I I met a buddy in junior high who is in an electric wheelchair. Yeah. And in high school, he and I had a race up and down the halls of the high school. And I used a manual wheelchair and uh, I beat him once. It was pretty cool. That is cool. That's awesome. All right. So <clears throat> let's, uh, let's move on to his. You, you left off. He was picked up by the Raiders and yeah. special team. Um, I think it was 82 he made the move to tight end full-time. Sounds about right, yeah. So um, uh, I, I think you've already covered one of our questions is in what his what, what caused him to resist the transition to tight end. Uh, it's what he wanted to run. Um, but I think if he would have seen where tight end was going – not only as he was getting towards the end of his career, but where it's going now, I think he would have yeah. just jumped all over that. But so 82, well, go ahead. Uh, I've had a few people tell me that it wouldn't be where it is now if it weren't for him. So I believe that I, I can absolutely see that he wouldn't have known if he wouldn't have played it. Right. So, so, 82, I think that was his first Pro Bowl? I'm not sure. Let me look him up. Either way, great season. I think he, he realized that that was a good move. Um, 83 was there, was his first Super Bowl with the team? Yeah. So, yeah. Five-time uh, Pro Bowl, 
through uh, from 1983 to 1987. So okay. 1983, I think, was probably his first year. Um, because, and that was the year that they went to the Super Bowl. And I think that was the year that he had 93 catches. So he led the league in that, uh, in receptions that year. Yep. Um, so he was five-time Pro Bowl, four-time All-Pro, uh, and took, led the league in receptions twice. It's honestly still probably the coolest, um, football card that I have seen. Yep. He might have given you one. I don't he know did, if he But it was only signed by him. It wasn't signed by Jerry Rice yet because he hadn't he hadn't sent them to Jerry to sign yet. If you ever get to meet Jerry Rice, that's that would probably be worth. Oh, for sure. Because I think they only made two hundred of them or something like that, right? Um, or was Kyle? Have you seen that? I haven't. I gotta check this out. There, no. it's, there's a there's a football card that says 1986 reception leaders and it's jerry rice on one side and my dad on the other side so they oh, i'm looking at it right now yeah they share a football card with that yeah with each yeah. other but that's crazy i gotta tell you the coolest part of that though was that my dad had more yep so yeah my dad led the entire nfl that year to be fair jerry was a uh, uh, rookie, I think, but uh, still, that's amazing. It's kind of awesome. And the first time I ever met Jerry Rice, he told me that my dad had the best hands in the league, which was pretty cool. Yep, and I still believe that's that to crazy. this day. Like, like well, I said, my dad wore gloves, so I think that he had the best natural hands ever. Yes, there it is. Because a lot of those receivers and, and tight ends were using stickum and and whatever else to, to put up no. those numbers. So, um, <laughs> a lot of fun stories about I mean, uh, Master Stickum. Yeah, I don't think I realized because obviously I've been a Raiders fan my whole life, but all of his playing years were before I was born. You and I were born, um, so I didn't realize how good he was until he showed me that card, and then I was like. Wait, wait, wait. You're on a card with Jerry Rice. Like, uh -huh. the Jerry Rice. Yeah. So. Uh, he actually retired in 1989. So, yeah. I was two. So, you might have been, been, like, one or two. So, technically, he was still playing when we were born, but just, we don't remember any of it. Well, yeah. We see any of it, so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so basically he played, well, I think the 88 season, no, 89 season, he was hurt most of the year, and that's that's when he called it. Um, so I think he basically played five, no, six years at tight end. And if you compare his numbers to Hall of Fame tight ends, such as Mike Ditka, um, even on the, his same team, Dave Casper, his numbers compare very favorably. Uh, I think Dave yes. has... Probably a few more touchdowns, if I remember right. Um, but your dad leads him in receptions and yards and fewer games, if I re recall. So, obviously, I'm on board for, for the Hall of Fame. And I know you've been campaigning for it for quite a few years. Um, what, what, have, what have I missed there in, in my 
campaigning for him on my side? Um, my dad had me helping him write up his case for uh, the Hall of Fame. And I don't have it on me right now, but he did go through a lot of those things. Like he had more Super Bowls than a few of the uh, a few of his Hall of Fame contemporaries. Um, obviously, the Super Bowl is a team thing, but he contributed to that for sure. Um, he did have more touchdowns than some of them. And more yards, and obviously more receptions. And in a couple of those categories, he has, uh, like, I think my dad and I went through the years, and he has more than several of them, more than once. So, like, he has better seasons than a few of them, too. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what weight that has with voters and the people in charge kind of wish that it did just based on playing I would say that he's earned it for sure and I think the staggering thing to me is like I said he basically played six years where he wasn't like hurt or anything so where he's actually putting up stats at the position Uh, so you got to or you got to factor in the amount of games played. Back then, I think they were playing 15. Is that right? Or was it? Yeah, yeah I think it's 15. Head. So 15 times 6, what's that, 80 games? Mm-hmm. So basically 80, roughly, games at the tight end position, and he's leading a lot of these guys that played 140, 160 games. And one that strikes home for, for Kyle is Heath Miller. He's basically... I wouldn't say Heath is a Hall of Fame tight end because of the era that he played in, but your dad's numbers compared to Heath Miller over 12 seasons is almost identical in half uh-huh. the amount of games. So yeah. that's that to me is pretty staggering because I think a lot of people respect what Heath Miller did at tight end. Uh, Todd Heap, very similar numbers. Even Kellen Winslow has very similar numbers to him, and everyone says Kellen Winslow is the best tight end to ever play the game. Something really cool that I saw recently, that my brother and I saw recently, um, recently, like a few months ago, the NFL had a a series of videos called, like, roundtables. Do you ever see any of those? I think I've seen one or two, yeah. Yeah, they had different positions and, like, grades from those positions all sitting around a table talking to each other. The coolest part of that was um, for tight ends, Tony Gonzalez was kind of hosting it, but Kellen Winslow was there, and Tony Gonzalez asked him, he's like, was there ever an opposing tight end that you would go up against that you knew that you were going to get into it with? And... Like, before he finished the question, Kellen Winslow was like, ah, Todd Christensen. Yep. That was cool. It's amazing. Kellen Winslow, I think in a lot of people's opinions, Kellen Winslow is seen as, like, the premier tight end of that time. Yep. For sure. 
Some of it has to do with, uh, I mean, playing through that game, obviously the toughness, but I, I mean, yeah, he's, he's definitely considered one of the best, if not the best. Yeah. The, the only thing I, I wanted to jump in and say, um, you guys talking about comparable stats, I think one of the craziest things for me um, as far as just how Hall of Fame has not happened yet for him um, is the thousand yard seasons is one of the craziest stats for me because him and Kellen, I think, I think him and Winslow are tied for the most during the, the tight ends that went into the Hall of Fame um, or during that era. So his stats are right there with Kellen Winslow uh-huh. in fewer and games. In way fewer games. And? And so for me, it's like, I, I'm a big tight end guy. I don't know. I mean, I know Bill knows that, but there is no better position on the field for me than tight end. Um, so I get super excited about tight ends, period. But, uh, I mean, you can, I think they have a breakdown on, on one website of all the Hall of Fame tight ends that have gone in in the modern era. And, your dad's compared to them on each stat line, and it uh, makes there, zero there, sense. Yeah. There's an article called Why Isn't He Talked About in the Hall of Fame yet, I think, and uh, it's written by a guy like locally here for a newspaper in Utah. That's awesome. But uh, just speaking of the breakdown that you were talking about, I think that that's, that's the same article. I think we've seen both of them. Um, I think that we actually, or I think my brother actually may have sent that in. Um, oh, that's awesome. That breakdown is is like the exact same thing that my dad and I went through. And I have that on a, uh, um, I have that on a Word document in my external hard drive right now. Nice. Um, this it was kind of a fun um, hypothetical thing that my dad and I did when we were preparing that the Hall of Fame case thing um, was when we were doing that it was just um, shortly a year or two after uh, Tom Brady threw fifty touchdown passes. Um, and so he and I went through and uh, kind of calculated whether, like, how many, because we, we looked at how many Gronk had of that year. Um, and then we compared it with how many times, like, Jim Plunkett threw. And Jim Plunkett probably threw, like, only, like, two-thirds of the, t- the same amount of times during the game. So, modernly, they throw probably, uh, well, they throw a significantly, uh, significant amount more than they used to. Um, and so, I think that we calculated my dad's best season, the 95 catch season, kind of um, used inflation um, to... Uh, to calculate what it would have been had Tom Brady been his quarterback throwing the same amount of times. And I think that we calculated that he would have like 150 catches. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
and that's what that was the point I was going to make is uh, Kellen Winslow was in a much pass happier offense even um, compared sure. to your dad. Your dad had a, a little guy by the name of Marcus Allen as a teammate, if I recall. Yeah, I so. think he got a few touches per game. So <laughs> Marcus was good, and my dad briefly overlapped with Bo Jackson too. Yes. So I was going to ask That's if he crazy. did. There were some two awesome running backs. Like, all right, we don't need to pass a whole lot. See, and I thought Bo was slightly after your dad, but I was going to ask if they overlapped at all. I think Bo came in in my dad's last year. I think Bo started in 1989. Yeah, that's what I thought. So they might not have played in the regular season together, but I think that they overlapped in like training camp and stuff. Yeah. I I wish I would have had the chance to ask him how ridiculous Bo was in person because I never got to see it. But that guy was Uh, insane. He, he, (laughs) my dad liked to say like he was. Blessed by the gods. Yeah. Well, and he had some... He was just jacked and didn't work out a ton. Yeah. He was just, yeah. Jacked fast, which is like, how was that a combination? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who who was your dad's favorite teammate? Because if I had to guess, I've got one in mind, and I just want to see if it's the same person I I think it might be. I want to know who you think it was, because I don't think my dad would ever answer that. Howie Long. Uh, maybe. I, I I don't think I ever asked him who his favorite was. Um, I mean, Plunkett was a, a great dude, too, but... Well, and I think... I don't know. That's pretty tough, because they would have interacted a lot more than he would have with Howie being on the opposite side of the ball. Yeah, I think my dad liked Marcus, also. Marcus? Yeah. That was going to be my second pick, I think, is Marcus. Well, he's got plenty to pick from. That's that's a pretty crazy locker room. Yeah. Well, yeah. and he even met Tim Brown. Like, uh, he got along with most of the guys on the team. Because Tim Brown was 88, rookie of the year. So, <laughs> had to split some passes with him. But, anyway, um, couple fun things that I wanted to talk about before we, we end this. Um, one of the, the craziest things I remember seeing is I put on an episode of American Gladiators <laughs> after I had moved away to Nebraska and saw your dad on there, and that was just a hoot to me. Oh, man. How many years did he do that? Do you know? I think it was only one. Oh, okay. So if you ever That's pop awesome. on an old episode but, of American Gladiators, you might see. Honestly, the some of the most fun jokes ever, just because. Oh, for sure. Because a lot of times we would go to hotels that would have like ESPN Classic, mm-hmm. and for some reason they would show American Gladiators at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And I would call my dad, I'd be like, you're on American Gladiator. <laughs> yep. I think that was one of the funniest things I remember is, yeah, it was ESPN Classic I was watching in Nebraska. It's, and I was like, it's, is it? Uh, it was pretty choice back then, though. <laughs> yeah. Shoulder length term. Yeah. And I, that's what I saw. I was like, that sounds like Todd. That's definitely yeah. Todd. 
I didn't know he hosted American Gladiator. Montana, I think was his partner. Yeah, and then he he worked for ESPN and and CBS Sports Network. My favorite was seeing him on um, Mountain West Sports Network. Um, Can I back up just a little bit. Okay. Because you missed something that is still one of my favorite things because somebody just like two days ago uh, tweeted me and they're like, saw your dad on Married with Children episode. No. He was on that? Really? Yeah. That's uh, wow. There is a Married with Children episode, I think it's called Kelly Know Something, where she wins um, a chance to go on a game show, a sports game show. Yeah. And my dad is the host. Nice. His character's name is Travis James. He's, uh, it's pretty funny. The, the reason that it's so funny is that uh, my dad, because Married with Children is in syndication, my dad still sometimes gets residuals from that. How much is it? But because he because he's such a big part in that game in that episode, the residual checks is for like a dollar seventy five. <laughs> and every time it was it was great because before he passed away, every time we would get that in the mail, that would it was because he thought it was hilarious too. Yeah. It like wasn't upset by that, but it just became a joke because. It like decreased also. Oh boy! <laughs> I think he got one that was less than the dollar. That's funny. Yeah, and I, and I think that that depends on like the network that it's showing on or right. something. And I'm sure he how gets... many times they show it, but yeah, there have been a couple that he like a couple of dollars, but then like, there was one that he got like seventy five cents. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's like, yeah, let's go buy a stick of gum. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. Um, that's why when you said earlier that he was having psychology as a backup plan, I don't believe it. Like, I feel like had football not worked out, someone would have picked him up on a network or, or something like that because not only was he, like, he's a good-looking dude, um, mm-hmm. he was also very eloquent, very charismatic. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't see him working in a job like that. I, I feel like he belonged in front of a, a camera or, you know, on a football field, something yeah. like that. You know, I think that uh, baseball might have been uh, another alternative for him too because he told me that he went and tried out for the A's when he retired from football. Did he? Yeah. I wish so, he could have seen me play. Yeah. That would have been cool. Like uh, – my dad, I think, was a three-sport uh, letterer in high school, so I think he played basketball, baseball, and football. Yeah. So he had options. Yeah, for sure. But, but like we said, football, that was number one, and he wasn't going to accept not getting that, I don't think. For sure. All right, was there anything that we, we didn't ask you that we should have? Uh. Kyle, do you have any other questions? No, all I can say is just it's awesome meeting you. Um, huge fan, obviously, of your dad. So this has been really, really cool to just chat about it. And uh, I'm I'm gonna have to have to check out some of your stuff. Um, um, it's it's amazing everything you do as well. So it's it's 
been fun being able to sit here and chat with you. Thank you. Um, Bill, I think I cut you off. You were going to talk about his broadcasting, weren't you? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say my, my favorite was always watching him on Mountain West Sports Network before they got rid of that, and that's because even, like, so I was usually watching it for Wyoming or uh, University of Utah, but there was yeah. plenty of times he would call games for, for BYU, and it would just be on. Um, and just hearing him talk about, like, the game would be a blowout or whatever, and you would just hear him talk about his some life stories or, or interesting facts about university and, and things like that. I wish he would have got some more playthrough on, on some of the bigger networks. Cause I feel like he, he would have been a great in that Avenue on national television. So. Yeah. He, he uh, was pretty good with ESPN. I got to say though, I agree with you though. I think that uh, the mountain was probably my favorite. Uh, of his broadcasting jobs, even though they were a little bit more small time. Yeah. His broadcast partner with that was my favorite broadcast partner he's ever had, James Bates. Uh, James Bates works for CBS now. Yep. Um, but, <laughs> he, like, I think because he wasn't working for a super high-profile high network, he felt like he could do a little bit more um he could do a little bit more fun stuff yeah with it i remember him i remember him telling me that he was calling a game with like a it was just a blowout like you were saying and he and james bates called the game with like dumb and dumber quotes yeah i i remember that one i think it was san diego state and byu if i remember right because that's the exact one i was thinking about when i was mentioning the mountain west sports network yeah. So, like, they, I mean, they had some of the most embarrassing commercials, but they were. They were. <laughs> you ever seen any of those, Bill? The commercials, no. But I do remember the the Super Bowl dance or whatever they did with the Raiders, uh-huh. and your dad was featured. I should talk about the silver and black. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that. Is this a, a thing where people watch it or? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, you gotta do that some of the time, just like put I, on. I can play it right game. now. I think I'm sharing yeah. my screen, so let's see. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not sharing my screen there. I'll put it on one of these episodes just so they can see what we're talking about. But my favorite line, and they played this in in our elementary school, and it made me laugh so bad because it was the first time I'd I'd heard your dad say a curse word. <laughs> Go ahead and explain it. It was beautiful. Uh, I don't remember the curse word that you're talking about. So at the end, he says, just give me... Oh, maybe it wasn't him. No, that was Marcus. Oh, it was Marcus. That was Marcus. Okay. But that one is really funny. It is super Marcus, funny. Marcus was going through... Um, well, Marcus's line is... Um, Running and catching to me is the same. Just give me the ball, get you some yards. Three decades of destiny, it's all in the cards. But apparently he had a hard time going through it, and he just kept doing take after take after take after take. <laughs> and at least that's what my dad told me. And, and he got to a point where he was tired and just, like, frustrated. And so he's just like, 
running the catch to me is the same. Just give me the damn ball. <laughs> and it was it was beautiful. But seeing your dad with his uh, curls, long hair, doing that dance, whew. And I think Howie was next to him too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to play that on on one of the. We'll play it on the next one just so everyone can see what we're talking about. But absolutely. Because that, that you know a lot of a lot of good uh, teasing of my dad with that one too. Oh, for sure. I think I even gave him a hard time about that one. So. <laughs> good. He was good natured about it though. He was. Like, he, he 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 wasn't. Uh, he didn't seem super cool of himself. Yeah. I don't know what he was like during his playing days, but it's, I don't think he was. I mean, from what I've heard of Raider Nation fans on Twitter, he was gracious with them as well. So I don't, oh, I'm sure um, that if people teased him about that, he was he rolled with it. That's one other thing I forgot to ask you that I wanted to. Um, he was part of the move from Oakland to L.A. And then I think even back to Oakland. No, they were still in L.A. when he retired, I think. I don't oh. think they moved back to Oakland until 95, if I recall right. So what, were you guys living in L.A., Oakland area, or where was that? Uh, well, you weren't. Family... Yeah, I was going to say, actually, you weren't part of that. I wasn't yet, but uh, when they moved, when... They lived in, uh, or when the Raiders were in Oakland, my family lived in the Bay Area. Okay. And then um, when they moved to Oakland, or to L.A., we lived in a small suburb of L.A. Okay. Because I know a lot of the players just stayed in Oakland and, and made the trip. They didn't really have practice facilities or anything like that in L.A., if I remember right. I think they practiced at high school. Yeah. So... Very interesting times, but and he got to be a part of that fun move. So, just a fun fact. Um, I swear there was something else, but I, I I'm looking through my notes here and I don't see anything else. So, any other funny stories or anything you wanted to share? In your uh, your show notes, like you have the question at this point: Would he have to be a senior? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. If he was to make uh, the Hall of Fame, I think. By now, I mean, it's been more than 30 years, so it's got to be inducted uh, with the senior uh, committee. And it, it's disappointing to me. I saw Kenny King Jr. Uh, post a uh, tweet just recently about Cliff Branch. So I know there's a ton of Raiders that deserve recognition. But apparently... Now the Hall of Fame is only doing like one senior guy a year. And so that's going to be even slower going, I think. Yeah. Have Has your family been contacted at all about by by the Hall of Fame, or is it only they contact if, if he's been selected as a senior committee or something like that? I think it's only they contact if he's selected. Okay. I've contacted them a couple of times i tried looking up who the voters are and stuff um but i get pretty canned responses oh i'm sure yeah they don't 
Well, I did get a couple of personalized ones. One, one guy saying, you know, don't lose hope. If if he deserves to get in, he'll get in. Yeah. But that was probably... Well, I think that was before he was dead, so... Uh, now, I guess we might not have the same opinions of whether or not he deserves to get in. I don't understand it because I think he was good enough. Yeah. Well, and I think if they looked at the numbers of where he was actually playing at that position, uh-huh. like I said, the, the <laughs> per game production is off the charts for anyone in that era, even Kellen Winslow. So, yeah. um, I mean, if that's what they based it off of. Well, and I'm sure they yeah. based it off the entire career. I don't know what he did as a fullback. Um, Obviously, they don't really put those numbers. I don't remember seeing his career rushing yards or any of that stuff. So, um, he he did he put up such a, an amazing career at tight end though. That's irrelevant. It's right. I don't think that should we're be on board. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah. even like special teams, you, you got to make your way onto the roster before you can make an impact. So, Absolutely. some people start their careers at special teams, and that's how they get into their into the light. So, um. Mm-hmm. What would it mean for for you and your family for him to get in? Obviously, it it's way late and he won't be here to see it. But for for you specifically, your your brothers and and your mom, what would it mean for you guys? Uh, well, yeah, it, it's a little bit dampened uh, that he's gone. So for sure, it it would be cool. It just while he was here, that was the one thing that he wanted most. Um, as in terms of accolades, I mean, uh, there were other, he had other priorities and things. I mean, he was really important to him as well. But in terms of his career, the NFL Hall of Fame was like the goal. Yep. And, and like, because of how well he played, got into uh, several different Hall of Fames throughout his life, like the Nike Hall of Fame and like the BYU Hall of Fame, Utah Sports, just in general, Utah Sports Hall of Fame, Um, Oregon Hall of Fame. He got into, it's not a joke, he got into his elementary's Hall of Fame. Um, I thought I remembered seeing something about his high school as well. Is that... Well, that might. No, no, that you got into both. Okay. Well, don't short him there. <laughs> yeah. That was my bad. You got in Sheldon High School Hall of Fame, also. Um, oh. <laughs> but but the the main one, he just hasn't gotten into, and yeah. so I think for us, it would it would mostly be exciting because that's what he wanted. Yeah. Um, and and I think that that's probably the main thing. I don't know exactly what would come of it if he gets into the Hall of Fame. What it would come of it for our family? I mean, yeah, um, it just would feel like validation for him. I'm not gonna say if. I'm gonna say when. When he does get in, I would love to be there with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to be on stage. 
I would just like to be there with you guys. Yeah. I I, I think when he gets in, I'll I'll uh, call you and we can broadcast it for your podcast. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Um. <clears throat> In all seriousness, like I said, I don't think it's a, an if. I think it's a when. Uh, we've seen Cliff Branch, Stabler, uh, Tom Flores. They've all gotten in recently. Uh, well, I guess Cliff Branch will probably be next year. Um, oh. Yeah. I mean, I think once they get to the point of actually contacting, it's it's not a this is a possibility. It's a, He's been selected as senior committee. He's going to get in. So yeah. I think that, that'll be good for Cliff and – I think if you go down the list of Raiders that are deserving, I think your dad's right at the top uh, of the remaining that haven't got in. So we'll uh, we'll keep pushing anything we can do to help. Um, I was yeah, really that would hoping... be the only thing I would ask is for people like myself, I mean, is there anything, you know, we can do? Uh, I mean, blasting social media, whatever. I mean, anything, you know, people could do to help get involved, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I I I I will look for the uh, the case that he made with me, and I'll send it to Bill. Boom. And, uh, Excellent. If you guys want to share it out, you can. Oh well, for sure. Oh yeah, we'd love to. You know what? It might be helpful if you guys want to help me rewrite it. Like some of the things might be a little bit more um, like he was talking about how he didn't have the same quarterbacks that other guys in the uh, Hall of Fame had and when reading through it it seemed like it might be a little uh, critical and so maybe we could just write it more focusing on his accomplishments and stuff yeah definitely I mean the the fact that Derek Carr seven years into his career has set every Raiders record at quarterback I think kind of speaks to that uh, yeah. Rich Gannon was I think second in most of those categories and he only played four or five maybe not even five I think it was probably three or four years with the Raiders so it, yeah. interesting that Derek Carr has done that I mean that's cool I, I mean it's criticism for Derek and so it's hard to believe that he's that accomplished yeah or, I mean surprising to hear yeah obviously different different eras where they're throwing the ball a lot more but I mean yeah. and some of that criticism's undue Derek Carr yeah. hasn't been the reason they they went you know three and 13 or whatever it was his rookie season I think it was four and 12 all that stuff and they haven't been good since really a couple of years here and there but um yeah, we'll do everything that we can to uh, help this. I was hoping I reached out to Amy Trask and she actually got back to me, uh, but she she didn't have any stories about your dad, which kind of surprised me. But I don't think they probably overlapped a ton because I think she was just starting out with the yeah. Raiders, probably about the same time he got signed by the Raiders. So I, I doubt she had much interaction with the players back then. So. Um, Anyway, I'm sure she's met him since with all the alumni things. Did you guys ever go to those, the alumni dinners that the Raiders do every day or every year? 
I'm guessing my parents did. Yeah. Uh, I never got. I never went to one. It's absurd. We've got to fix that. You've got to be the uh, representative. I'd love to go down to Vegas for a game. We gotta go. Like, I've I already went to the preseason one, but <clears throat> I definitely want to go to another or a hundred more. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to go down to Allegiant and get my picture taken in front of my dad. Oh yeah, I meant to talk about that. There's a a mural of former players, and your dad is featured right at the base of the stairs. Uh, you shared a picture of your brother, I believe it was, brother and sister-in-law, mm-hmm. right in front of that picture. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't see it when I was there, and I explored the whole stadium except for the third floor. So you'll have to tell me where that's at so I can see it next time, or if I'll be able to see it. We're going down there uh, this Saturday, so we'll see if we can get to it, and then I'll let you know where it is. Yeah. It might actually be on the third floor, which is funny. Well, and uh, it- it could be on the main floor. We didn't see any... Well, we did see escalators. We didn't take any escalators because that's where everyone was going to. So we did the, the outsides and we went up the stairwells like towards the middle of the stadium. I don't know if that's the way to say it. So it could have been like right in the main lobby. I don't know. I We didn't we didn't go where everyone was because we wanted to take pictures and everything of, of the entire stadium. So it could be that we just didn't go where everyone was, but... Okay. Well, I know it's next to a staircase. It's not next to an escalator. So, okay. Because the my favorite part of it is that my dad's face is right at the landing. Yep. So it's like I could we can stand on that landing and take a picture. And the cool part about about it also is he's the only one that doesn't have a helmet. Yep. You can see his so mop. Right on his face. The lettuce from back in the day. <laughs> And it was epic. Jerry Curl mullet. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I would I would love to ask him the question, did you perm that, or was it natural? <laughs> uh, Kathy did. He what? Kathy did. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. My mom permed it for him. That is fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I don't know if he would give that information up willingly, but. Well, he's not here, so. Yeah. <laughs> but uh taryn it's been a, a pleasure to have you on we'll have to talk again soon um tell your mom i said hi okay. i miss her um tj i think he's the only brother that i really spent much time with but uh tell him i said hello as well okay i will i'll see him in just a little bit yeah it was amazing meeting you it was it was a good chat yeah good to meet you too um I really enjoyed this, so uh, I don't know how much more I can talk about my dad. So, but if you want me to come on again, yeah, we'll have yeah. you on again for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, absolutely. If we're if we're gonna put together a case, we'll we'll have you on to discuss it, and and we'll go from there. So, again, thank you so much for for joining us. I hope you got everything out that you wanted to say, and if not, we'll get it out next time. And, um, yeah. Just appreciate you coming on, and and we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for being fans of my dad. Oh, we got to get Raider Nation involved, because I I feel like if we get enough traction on Twitter or any social media, really, I feel like the the Hall of Fame will will see that and hopefully at least revisit the case. Um, And you know Raider Nation comes through, so...
And I'm hoping more than just Raider Nation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it transcends team at this point. Actually, I was just going to say, sorry, uh, but I was just going to, I was saying to Kyle, you can get the Steelers in there too, but that's actually one of my favorite things now that my dad's gone is fans of other teams being like, I hated your dad. <laughs> I'm sure. No, they didn't hate your dad. They hated playing against him. Right. That's 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 right. I guess. I did. <laughs> but they phrase it as I hated your dad because he was good. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that's cool. It's like I never got to see him live. I yeah. Don't, well, maybe as like a newborn, but uh, we've got like highlight films and stuff. Right. And just it's fun to watch those, but to he actually hear that he was as good as presented is pretty pretty cool. Well, and I got That's to awesome. live vicariously through my dad because my dad, when he <laughs> when he found out that Todd was your dad, I think he uh -huh. about pooped himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I can imagine he would tell me stories because he grew up during that era watching your dad play and, and Marcus Allen and all those greats. And even before that, um, he, he, he stuck me into the, into the Raider nation, but I, I didn't get to see any of the glory days. He got to see it all. So I always say you're, you're quite selfish for that. But like I said, he, uh, he was very complimentary of your dad. And obviously I went back and watched the clips and I was just like, Holy smokes. But yeah. Any, anyway, right. we'll do whatever we can to, to help out, and like I said, we'll have you on again once we once we get through that case. I feel like we can probably portray the stats a little better if we if we just show the tight end stats, don't include the games at, at fullback or special teams or any of that stuff, and hopefully we can get some traction and, and get him in there at, at, like he deserves. So. That'd be pretty cool. All right. Anything else that we missed? I know we've been uh, talking a while. <laughs> uh, I don't think we've missed anything for now, but if you think of more, then feel free to ask. Sounds good. Uh, I've got your number, so I hope you enjoy your uh, visit at Allegiant Stadium, although it won't be for <laughs> the best reason. Yeah. He's going to watch BYU game. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in Arizona this weekend in Allegiant Stadium. So. Yeah. so it'll be cool. I hope you get a picture next to that. If you do, send it, and we'll we'll post it on our, our social media so everyone can see it. Okay, Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, good catching up with you, and like I said, we'll talk again soon. Okay, sounds good. Good catching up with you and good meeting you. Nice meeting you. All right. Have a good rest of your guys' night. You too. Yeah, you too.